three, two, one. All right, this is our next edition of our World of Lifting podcast. I lost track. It's either 16 or 17, but we have our first, well, not, uh, yeah, our first repeating guest, Damien Janak, is back. How are you doing, man? Good. How are you? I'm doing great. So let's, let's, catch up, let's catch everyone up. So you've been hitting a lot of training PRs lately, and the numbers are just insane. I think you, you hit a 405 pause bench. Uh, yes. Yes, I did. Yeah, it's and you're still 16, right? Uh yes, I got till uh, February 19th until I'm 17. What the fuck? All right, so you benched 405, paused. Um, I think you hit something. I think did you hit the 315 uh, military press? Uh yes, I did. It was uh, it was pretty easy. I should have went a little lower, I'd say. At least that's what people were saying. I went to the chin. Uh, you'll see me redo that again in a few weeks uh going down a little lower so yeah but it was still pretty fast so i was happy how it moved i think it was still good i think you went you went to 90 i think right with your with yeah your I, I did i got a little i got a little uh crap for not going a little lower i guess but whatever you know you mean in your comment section i didn't see yeah in the comment section oh well i don't know just people when they see someone doing so well they just they just want to they find yeah. something to, to hate. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah, they, they can't even deadlift that, you know? <laughs> Damn. Yeah, you're only 16. You're already hitting crazy numbers. I can't. That's like my bench PR overhead, which is fucking crazy. But uh, anyway, so what about, I think you hit um, a 575 deadlift? Uh, yeah, I just hit that uh, last what, Friday. Okay, I hit it Friday. It was sloppy. I lost balance, but uh, it was on a. Ohio power bar, which I believe is a stiff bar. So um, I believe I can hit it easier or cleaner at least on a Texas deadlift bar, which I may may try this Friday. I don't know for sure. We'll just see how stuff feels, you know. Oh yeah, because you had a little, you had a little hitching going there <laughs> for that five seventy-five. Yeah, all right on my toes and you know hitched it. So yeah. Wasn't too happy about that, but it is what it is. I still got it up. Speaking of deadlift PRs, your friend Joe was supposed to be on, but I guess he's really busy. But uh, I think he hit 600, right? Yeah, 603. That was It was easy, too. He has, I would say he has at least uh, 20 pounds more in the tank. And, and, uh, and that was also on a stiff bar, so. That was also with kilo plates, too, right? You, you That was the same bar you guys deadlifted with when you yeah. hit those PRs? Yeah, same bar. Speaking of, um, he also, I think he joined the 405 club with you too, right? On the bench. He did. He finally got it. It took, we, you know, we've been working. I remember, uh, me and him, we first started lifting freshman year and, uh, the football coach at our school, uh, came up to me at least and, uh, told us that, uh, if he helped us, he'd get us to a 300 bench by our senior year. And here we are, we just finished up our sophomore year and we both got, over 400 pounds yeah it's i can't even imagine what you guys will be like when you're seniors yeah yeah that's crazy but uh other than that i think you had four four twenty on the bench was that that wasn't paused uh, right yes it was a 420 tab and go it was a little sloppy uh i don't know joe bumped the ball well more like uh i misgrooved it the bar shifted down a little bit and joe's hand like bumped into it he didn't help at all 
still got it up. You know, it was sloppy though. But muscled it up. Yeah, I still got it up. So. Yeah. So in term in terms of like uh, meet standards and what like, so you have any upcoming meets? Planning any of those? Um. So apparently, in my town. There's going to be an APF meet, which I'm planning on doing if it happens. It's not official yet, but there's a rumor of it happening. And uh, I'm going to be going for the national records for my age and weight. I believe I'm going to compete in sleeves. So uh, I believe the totals 14, 14, 15. So it'll be a pretty – easy win i'd say jeez 14 15 and your total is way over that right uh yeah my gym totals 15 65 something like that but that's you know that's tap and go bench hitch deadlift uh that's also with our uh, wraps on squat but my sleeve pr is not much beyond my wrapped pr well even then even so the the wraps thing you have 575 for the squat. I, you probably have like five, like in the adrenaline filled state, you probably have 550, probably more. Yeah, I would say uh, a little more. I hit, so the night I hit 575 with wraps, literally the next day I hit 530 in extremely loose sleeves. Very easy. It was like about, if I had to rate one through 10 how hard it was, it was about a seven. So I would say I had 550 in the tank that day, zero rest days zero recovery you know and so so the national record's only 14 15 for your weight class and age yeah 1400 uh for 1415 pounds yeah damn and you could potentially break it by over 100 pounds that's yeah, crazy I would, I would, so the goal is uh if that happens i'm gonna try totaling at 1500 pounds which my last meet i competed in the 198 class and totaled 1,278 pounds. So that'll be a huge meet PR. So APF, any different standards and whatnot? Just um, I believe they're a little – I don't know for sure. I've never competed through them. I believe they're a little lenient on the depth. Oh, for squat? Oh, damn. Yeah, I believe so. So I'm not for sure, though. Is Joe going to this? Um, I don't – He'll at least come out and watch, I believe. I don't think he's going to compete. I'm not for sure. I'm pretty sure he'll be in football. Oh, that's right. Okay, it's obvious. By then. So, uh, yeah, I'm not for sure if he'll compete or not. All right, well, we got everyone ca caught up. Well, um, well, we did this podcast a little late, but um, you posted on your story a question sticker. A lot of people responded to it, and now I'm just going to ask you those questions and We'll just see, we'll see, get, get you some answers. All right, for sure. All right. So question from Sonny.D. Um, he wants to know, what is your height and weight? Um, my height, uh, I'm around five foot eight and I am currently around 220 pounds, a little more, a little less certain days, you know? Yeah, solid muscle too. I would imagine your your doctor price it probably freaks out on the BMI, right? Oh my God, uh, you will be. <laughs> yeah, my BMI is extremely uh, higher than it should be. So, uh, yeah, well, it's different story when there's actual muscle involved and 
Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah. But anyway, uh, question again from Sunny.D. Are you just interested in powerlifting or are you interested in bodybuilding as well? So, um, at least right now, I am interested in only powerlifting. I really don't uh, – I don't really have an interest in bodybuilding at the moment. Maybe, you know, later, maybe in like 10 years or so, I'd be possibly interested in that. Uh, right now, my focus is just getting – stronger and you know putting up big numbers and meets and stuff yeah that'll definitely give you a good base for bodybuilding just like ronnie coleman yeah for sure yeah puts on the size and then shreds down jesus christ uh next question is from dr underscore spale underscore any advice to a beginner powerlifter specifically um he says he's a teenager so well you're a teenager too so i guess yeah, exactly. Right. So when I started, when I was 14, uh, my strength, I would say it shot up pretty quick. Uh, basically, what I would have changed was uh, definitely get your form down first. That's like uh, one of the main things you definitely need to do to get stronger. Make sure you're, you know, squatting low enough. Make sure you're, you know, having correct form on, you know, everything so you don't injure yourself. And the other thing I definitely, um, you know, say that is very helpful is your diet. You, uh, you definitely need to eat a lot. That's the only way you're going to get stronger, especially as a kid. Uh, you know, a lot going in school and stuff, you feel like, uh, you know, you don't got time to eat, but you got to make time, eat during class or something, you know, you got to get them calories in. Yeah, you got to get them meals in, get them, get the protein in. That's honestly the, what I learned at least, you know, over the last almost two years, protein's the number one thing that's going to get you stronger, faster. A lot of people don't like this, but um, you got to get fats in too, man. Fats yeah, for are, sure. Everyone avoids them just because, because it's fats. They think it'll get them fat. It's, there are no, it's definitely definitely a bunch of benefit, beneficial yeah. fats. Yeah, beneficial fats, carbs, you know, before your workouts, that's that definitely major effect. You don't, you know, eat, you know, you work out, you don't eat the rest, you know, the whole day, your workout's not going to be too well. Yeah, and, and like not eating is going to destroy your recovery. It's just, yeah, yeah. you don't recover as fast. Uh, so, yeah, just eat enough, train correctly, get a good program down. That's uh, That's what my advice would be. Also sleep good too. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. At least a good no. amount of sleep. Uh next question is from Josh Des99. I'm sorry if I mispronounced your name there. Um, but he is asking, how many calories do you eat in a day? Um currently between I would say three thousand five hundred and four thousand calories a day. Okay. Mainly, basically what my goal is throughout the day is to get 200 grams of protein. And after that, I kind of just eat, you know, calories. But recently, I'm starting to eat cleaner to, you know, lean up a bit. So these so these calories, are they split over like a bunch of meals, five to six meals? Is it like... Um, usually... So I start out with a pretty big breakfast, I'd say. 
uh, almost a thousand calories just at breakfast, you know, oh, between nice. thousand calories, uh, 50 plus grams of protein at breakfast. Then, uh, I'll eat snacks between, you know, breakfast and lunch. Then I'll have a thousand plus calorie lunch usually and another snack or two before dinner and, you know, finish up the calories around there. Usually just get in what I need to eat to get that protein in. All right. Um, I don't know if there's a question about. All right, never mind. Um, yeah. Next question is from Coop Flute Four Thousand. When did you start lifting? When did you start making serious? And when did you start making serious progress? I think you already answered the first part, right? Yeah, I started. Uh, I started lifting freshman year. But uh, when I first started making like extreme, like crazy progress, I definitely say. I mean, I made pretty crazy progress through, uh, you know, the first few months, you know, freshman year, I went from a 195 bench to a 275 bench. But honestly, uh, I would say this year I started making really good progress, you know, working with my coach, uh, Justin Dubs, uh, my bench, specifically my bench, my squat went up a ton too. Uh, my deadlift's always been my weakest, I'd say. Well, at least uh, over the past year. But uh, even that's gone up a ton working with him. But uh, I would say definitely start of sophomore year to the end, I made – my bench has gone up over 100 pounds. Deadlift's gone up uh, 75 pounds. Squat's gone up. Uh, over a hundred pounds too. So Damn. pretty crazy. He's a great coach. He knows what he's doing. Yeah. Training, sleeping, technique, diet. Yeah. That's all you said. Definitely stay consistent. Anyway, question from underscore dot Joe dot underscore. What accessories do you use to increase your bench press? So what do I, okay, so I usually, I really like doing the football bar. I usually do that every workout. The football bar, what is it? So that's uh, it's called a multi-grip bar, I believe. That's another word for oh, it. Oh, okay. Uh, I, so most people call it football bar, but I like using that a lot. Uh, weighted dips, that's another thing I like to do. Uh, also wide grip bench, that's another thing. Uh, we do quite a bit. And then the other thing, um, it's not a bench day, but it helps your bench tremendously. We have uh, accessory days, upper body accessory days. So we usually do, um, you know, barbell rows, uh, lateral raises, pull-ups, you know, just stuff like that to help your upper body. And that tremendously helps your bench and also helps you prevent injuries. So you, uh, you know, you don't really have too many setbacks that definitely accessories is definitely one of the biggest things you need to have a big bench and also to prevent injury. You guys ever do any dumbbell work or like a floor press type of deal? Um, we do dumbbells sometimes. Uh, we usually like subbing that out with uh, the football bar though, because you know, I, we don't like throwing up the dumbbells and then having to set them down. We just don't like doing that. We just rather, you know, rack the bar, not have to deal with 
picking up hundred plus pound dumbbells. The football bar has like uh, what, like five or six different types of grips. It's crazy, right? Uh, three, I believe. There's extremely close grip. Uh, I'd say just normal close grip, and then there's normal grip, then wide grip. So there's four different grips. And like you use all of them? Uh, we usually use for at least when we do uh, we sub it out for dumbbells. Usually, we usually just do uh, normal grip. I would say, so or wide grip, one of the two. You ever use this football bar for uh, like overhead stuff? Um, we haven't. I, it wouldn't really be too easy, I would say, because uh, it's oddly shaped. Oh, okay, it's hard uh, to rack. Yeah, it's uh, it's not hard to rack. It's more, it's just. It's a little harder to control. It helps. Uh, I would say it definitely helps stabilize your muscles. The first time we used it, we almost knocked ourselves in the face with it because of, oh, uh, yeah, it was uh, something new for sure. And it definitely helps stabilize your muscles. I would say specifically in your shoulders. All right. Um, next question is from Big Blue Lifts. And he says, are you ever going to take steroids? Am I ever going to take steroids? Um, you know, maybe sometime up the road I will when I'm, you know, 25 years or older. I'm, I'm going to say that, you know, I'll be fully done growing. So if it comes down where, you know, I need them to get better, then, yeah, I'll probably end up taking some. All right. Well, that's blatantly honest right there. Yeah, for sure. I mean – I, like I said, I don't really have a problem with them. Oh, yeah. But yeah we... You just got to be safe, you know. Don't abuse them. Yeah, I am definitely not a doctor, so. Yeah, right. Don't don't take my advice, guys. But yeah. I honestly believe that I th you, you should probably do blood work before doing that stuff. It's uh, serious yeah, stuff. When I take them, if I ever do, you know, uh, I would definitely be. Yeah, but if you guys are going to do that, always see a doctor, always get professional medical help. Don't listen to us. Anyway, um, this question is kind of the same. It's from Johnny Bruno underscore seven. Best way to grow bench press. So I'm guessing it's accessories too. Yeah, I mean, just honestly, just being consistent with your, you know, just benching in general and your accessories. Don't skip out on them. That's yeah. basically – and eat enough. You got to force feed yourself. That's honestly – you know, people are asking how my bench shot up so fast in the last year. It's because I started force feeding myself. So oh. that's another tip. All right. Um, well, that was a really fast one. Anyway, this one is from underscore Blaine Padgett. When you first started lifting, what was your first bench max? So – like I said, I didn't seriously start lifting. Uh, you know, I messed around a few times. I think the first time I ever benched was going into ninth grade, okay? I think I got like 160 pounds. But when I actually constantly got into powerlifting, I benched 195. So that was your first legit max, one rep max attempt. Yeah, that was my first 100% legit bench max. Okay. Um, this question is from underscore Tony Corn. 
3T4. He says, uh, how long have you been lifting? Uh, like I said, uh, constantly, like almost two years. Uh, it'll be two years uh, this October, this upcoming October. But, I mean, I've, I've always been into fitness. I've been into fitness. I've been, in it since, I've been into it since about sixth grade. I, you know, I was doing sit-ups and push-ups a lot. Every night I was doing sit-ups, and I've always been into that, eating healthy. So, but, like, into lifting, uh, almost two years. Wow, two years, and you already have a freaking over 400 bench. It's crazy. Now, this question is, uh, is a little weird. Powerlifting underscore hunting asks, what is the max distance you have ever ran in one go? Oh. All right, so I'm going to be honest. I don't run at all anymore. Uh, my cardio is trash. I get out of breath just from walking up the steps. Um, I mean, I don't know. I mean, when I, before I started lifting, you know, I could run a mile in like five minutes and 30 or 45 seconds or something. I was pretty fast. Oh, that's not bad, actually. But that was before I started lifting. I was about 160 pounds at the time. Now it would take me about 12 minutes to run a mile. Does your school do the mile test? Uh, I mean, in elementary we did, yeah, or middle school or whatever. Not in high school? No. Hmm, that's weird. All right. Um, so that's your max. Uh, so I guess one mile then? Yeah. I mean, that's all I've really tested back, you know, four years ago or whatever. Wow. Well, doesn't relate to powerlifting, so I guess that's not the worst thing. Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, I think my best was like four and a half miles, and I was like dead after. But yeah, I could definitely not do that. Anyway, this guy, I apologize again if you if I pronounce your name wrong. El Jesse de los Garcias. How did you guys get so strong? What were your starting numbers? Well, this is three questions really. All right, so the first part of it is how did you guys get so strong? So, like I said, uh, I started, you know, I got down the form, or I was learning the form, we'll say that. You know, you're obviously, you're not perfect when you first start. Uh, you know, started eating correctly, like more protein at least, uh, getting enough calories, uh, constantly lifting, not taking, you know, days off if I didn't feel like lifting, you know, uh, just training smart, I'd say as well, that also, you know, that's how we really got so strong quick, I'd say. And the second part of his question is, what were your starting numbers? So I guess for all the lifts. So squat, I don't even know. I think it was under, it was somewhere around 225. I think it was it might have been 225 exact honestly uh or 220 I really don't remember I wasn't into squat when I first started um bench 195 deadlift 335 about somewhere around there I'd say okay his third third part of the question is it's already been answered when did you start lifting you said freshman year yeah. Um, this question is from Lil Schlippy Lifts. 
and he asked, what was your motivation to start lifting? Um, so I was, like I said, I was pretty, uh, I would say I was pretty small, you know, in middle school and stuff. And, uh, I've always been into, I always thought being like strong would be cool and stuff, but I just never really, uh, got, you know, I never started lifting really until, uh, you know, freshman year, but that was kind of what motivated me. I was small and skinny, I would say. And, uh, I didn't really, I didn't really like that. So I just started, you know, lifting weights constantly and getting stronger than most people. And then, uh, so yeah, that's what I would say. Just being small. I didn't like that. So I started lifting. A lot of people start lifting, um, I think cause they're bullied, I guess. Or, I mean, I really didn't get uh, bullied, I would say, and, you know, when I was younger or whatever, but I figured if that ever happened, I would always be able to, you know, beat them up or whatever if, you know, I was stronger. Uh, usually people would avoid people that are, that are jacked. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, Dan, the man, 71, you already answered this. Uh, what are your favorite accessory movements to the barbell bench press? Football bar, all that stuff. Uh, this this guy, he asks, uh, average weak dude. He says, "How does it feel to be the lucky genetic, uh, lucky genetic person that can work harder than you, but still be weaker?" So, okay. Uh, how does it feel to have good genetics? I guess, yeah. Okay. Uh, I really don't think that's – I mean, I do believe it's a part of it, but I believe hard work is uh, more what helps. You know, you can be, you know, weak, and your genetics might suck apparently, or you might say they are, but don't use that as an excuse. Yeah, I wouldn't say my genetics are, you know, prime. I mean, they're pretty good, I would say, for sure, but hard work beats everything for sure especially in lifting, you got to work for it. Yeah. He also says that uh, I misworded this. Uh, he, he kind of, he kind of wrote this weird, but he's, he basically says people can work harder than you, but still be weaker. Now that's true. Um, yeah, but and I agree with still, that. It's still not an excuse. Definitely not an excuse. So, you know, don't get unmotivated or whatever, just cause, you know, somebody stronger than you. Just, you know, set goals and push for them. Yeah, set goals win. and play to your strengths because my bench is nowhere near yours and I'm older than you by your – I'm like three years older than you. Yeah. I have like te only 10 pounds on your squat and then I'm like under you for like the, the deadlift. I'm not going to just like, fuck it, I'm not going to do powerlifting anymore. Like it's yeah. – you still got – I'm still going to grind and all that. Right. Just yeah. got to keep – don't let that be an excuse. Yeah. Uh, underscore Aunt Homie asks, what does that diet look like? Uh, like I, I think said, we answered this already, but. <laughs> yeah, 4,000 calories about, uh, 200 grams of protein, carbs and fat. I don't know where those are at. Just basically whatever I eat, you know. But, yeah, 4,000 calories is what it looks like, 200 grams of protein. All right. Um, any cheat days, though? I don't think I asked that before. Uh, or is every day a cheat day? Every day is a cheat day, yeah. Oh, geez, really? <laughs> yeah, kind of. I mean, 
if, you know, me and my friends want to go out to lunch, we go out to lunch, you know. Actually, actually have, you guys, have you guys ever done the eating challenge? So, this probably will happen in the future. Uh, we're going to do, me and Joe, we're going to do a 10K challenge. And uh, I don't know if we're going to post it up on YouTube, but we're definitely going to do it and uh, see how far we get. Is it like 10,000 calories of a specific restaurant or like? In general, see if we can do it. Apparently, it's really hard. I mean, I can eat 4,000 calories really easy in a day. So I feel like I'll be able to get at least eight, if not 10. Oh, those those extra, those last 1,000 will probably get you. Like, I would say so, yeah. Yeah. It's like eating a whole pie of pizza. Like that last slice, just, oh, God, I got to do it. But it, it, it kills you. <laughs> Well, you'll probably see a 10K challenge in the next few months, I'd say. All right. Well, we will stay posted for that. Anyway, um, Louis Henica, 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 I think that's how you say it. Um, he asked, who, who are the people that have helped you and that you are thankful for? Um, definitely my friends. Uh, he's also one of my biggest supporters, especially on Instagram. He actually, uh, he lives around me. Uh, he's pretty cool. And uh, he reposts my videos all the time. Uh, my friends, in, uh, they own a company called Iron Savage. He's a huge supporter also. Um, Wait, you own a company? No, my uh, one of my friends owns it. Oh, and, uh, okay. Yeah, he's a major supporter. He sent me some stuff out for my meat to you know, rep them. Uh, he's constantly constantly you know checking out my posts and everything uh and then just my friends in general you know uh joe merrick all them they're uh big supporters grant you know the kids from my school they they like watching my stuff they think it's pretty dope so i'll definitely say you know all them uh good you have good family support i think did we talk about that last time yeah 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 good family support yeah all right I think Joe too, your training partner, I guess. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, this question from Dr. Brian Green. He asks, what are the odds of the two, the two of the strongest teenagers in the world being in the same area? I mean, like I said, we, me and Joe, we constantly work in, we're not, we're always pushing each other. So, I mean, it's kind of weird that, you know, we go to the same school and, are really good friends and stuff, but I mean, yeah, we just constantly pushing each other. I think that's why we're where we're at now, being so strong. So we're always challenging. Yeah, you guys are basically rivals. You guys are like right there with each other in the in the PR. Yeah. And yep. yeah, you're like, if if you hit 415, I'm gonna hit 415. If I hit 420, you're gonna hit 420. And exactly, we're always right. pushing each other. That's how it's been since we started. You know, I remember. uh I got a 195 bench press and he's like, Oh, he's like, I got to get 200 and he got 205 and I was so mad. And then he was ahead of me. Then I was ahead of him. Then, you know, yeah, that competitiveness. It's always been like that. So that's how it is right now for deadlift. I got to, you know, I'm motivated to get a 600 deadlift because he's got a 600 deadlift. So that's really much. Does that competitiveness spill over to other aspects of life? Like, oh, I've got to get a, if you got an A plus, I'm going to get a A plus plus or like. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't say that. It's more just lifting, but okay. I mean, 
lifting does help in real life though too it gives you good work ethic i'd say for sure yeah most definitely earn you know just not get it given to you you have to actually earn your stuff you want something you gotta work for it all right this is um the last question of this q a eli underscore becker 402 the pr uh, program you are following and what you do to avoid injuries. So, like I said, I follow, I do a, currently, I'm on a five-day split. Or actually, no, my coach just switched up. I'm on a six-day split. So, we got two upper body accessory days, two bench days, one squat day, one deadlift day with squats as well. So I would say five day split, four upper body days, two lower body days. Okay. Um, what do you do in the injury prevention department? So definitely those accessory days, those two accessory days he's given me, that's a major injury preventer, I'd say. Uh, you know, it definitely helps. I'm not tearing up my shoulders or, you know, pecs or whatever. But stretching, that's a major thing as well. Just, you know, recovering correctly. Lifting smart, correct form. That's another thing. People, you know, are tearing stuff if they're not lifting with correct form or, you know, stuff like that. You ever do other things like uh... – like a hot cold bath or, you know, ice baths, stuff like that? Honestly, for recovery lately, I've been doing cupping on my back and lats and, you know, shoulders. And uh, okay. I would say that definitely helps. I mean, keeps me looser. Cupping, that's that's interesting. A lot of, I, don't, I don't see a lot of lifters doing that. Do you feel good after yeah. it? Yeah, I would definitely say so. It, uh, it's like a deep tissue massage. So, you know, keeps me loose. Uh, what about like chiropractors? Yeah, I go, uh, I actually just got sponsored from a local chiropractor. They are doing free weekly appointments for me and cupping uh, every week, no pay. They're uh, buying me custom singlet for my meat. So that's pretty dope. Uh, that definitely, that's a major thing to help me with recovery. Damn, that's uh, crazy. They gave you everything for free? Yeah, it's uh, it's uh, crazy. I was not expecting it. It was kind of just out of nowhere, too. He just, like, uh, came out and was asking if I wanted sponsored and stuff, and he was telling me he's going to do all my stuff for free, all my recovery stuff for free. So I was like, that's kind of it's kind of dope. Well, give him a shout-out. What is this place? Uh, Rise Chiropractic. It's in uh, Bay City, Michigan. So. Damn, well, that, that guy seems pretty cool. Yeah, he's cool for you sure. Out. Sports medicine and stuff, so I'm interested in that for a career. So oh, okay, yeah, he's pretty dope. So, so yeah. So, so along with chiropractors, does he do anything else? Um, I don't believe so. I mean, I just met him. I went to his chiropractor twice, and the second time I went, he offered me that. So it was kind of shocking. I wasn't really expecting that at all. Yeah, man. Free weekly, like, you know how much that adds up to in like a yeah, year? That's crazy. Crazy for sure. Yeah. And it's it's on the house. That's crazy. Yeah. What's the doctor's name? Uh, Dr. Arnold. 
Dr. Arnold. Yeah. Damn, that's definitely that's definitely some some to be to be reckoned with. That kind of recovery yeah. work with lifting. Oh God, that's crazy. That's crazy. Well, anyway, that was the end of our Q and A, and basically the end of this podcast. A little shorter one, but basically just wanted to answer the questions that that uh, that you asked David. But uh, yo, thank you for being on the podcast again. It's being is a pleasure. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Yep, that's it for the podcast, guys. Peace. <laughs>